again with Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio, 855am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to Think Again, a program presented to you by Borderlands Cooperative, an organisation working for social change for over 25 years. I'm Jacques Boulet. And I'm Jennifer Burrell. We are sharing our thoughts today with you listeners for the 184th time. And in a conversation after last week's program, Jennifer and I thought that it would be worthwhile to revisit some of the central values Borderlands Cooperative has been trying to embody and convey to you all through our voices and the voices of our guests. We're indeed closing in on four years' worth of broadcasting, Think Again, having started in June 2019, a good half year before COVID-19 invaded all of our lives and our programmes. So we thought that the Borderlands values may have become a little bit diluted by the themes we've dealt with more directly in our programmes. Our themes have ranged, as you know, from global and collective to the very local and personal Yeah, that's right. And we've looked at the systems that preserve power and wealth for the few at the expense of the many. And we've challenged some of the dominant discourses used to justify all the injustices and Mm. inequality. Mm. And and we've tried to dispel, I guess, some of the smoke that's regularly blown into our eyes. Yeah, and we've interviewed people especially affected by or knowledgeable about structures and processes of inequality and disadvantage. Yeah, like people struggling on Centrelink payments or struggling to find affordable housing or even a stable home base. But across all of our programs, these themes were always sort of wrapped around values to do with social and ecological justice, equality and rights, power and powerlessness, holistic approaches to thinking and working together. Yeah, and and the value of true community and, and, and the need for positive social change and respect for non-human living things as well as human mm, and humans. Had, yeah. Exactly. And we had programs about peace and the importance of dialogue and relationship. Yeah, well, that's important, isn't it? I mean, how could we possibly improve the world we live in and work toward a better future without having dialogue and fostering healthy relationships. How could we even do that? That's right. And just only think about, for example, competitiveness and all of that. So today we want Mm. to highlight and focus on three of these interconnected values, just to make them more explicit and share them with you, listeners. And these values always need to be thought together in our attempts towards positive social change. After so many years in which many of our programs took on a critical and sort of like a deficiency-focused tone because we were criticising stuff, we think it is really important to revisit positive values, values around which we can create and develop more positive initiatives and stories. Mm. We think that such positive rethinking of our values is especially fundamental in a year in which this nation will finally 
undertake a, ser a serious attempt at forging a meaningful and lasting peace with the peoples of the First Nations, people with whom we actually continue to be at war. Yeah, that's right, and to whom we still have difficulty saying sorry mm. or even acknowledging that we've done anything mm. wrong. Yes, and meaning that sorry and translating it into our living practice and the systems we perpetuate. So the three interconnected values we would like to talk about today are, first of all, relating and dialogue, second, diversity and difference, and third, the practice and nature of inclusion. Mm. Yeah, so in shorthand, I guess the fundamental values underpinning the work of Borderlands and also this program, Think Again, are one, relating, two, diversity, and three, inclusion. And all of them are actually to do with the ways we relate and inter interconnect mm -hmm. with each other and with our world. That's right. We started Think Again three and a half years ago with a program on relating and how that was at the core of all the things we do and think. And you can still go and listen to that uh, on as a 3CR podcast, by the, by the way. Yeah, so for us, the gist of it is that we are all relational. We are relational beings. Rather than being primarily self-centred individuals, um, mm -hmm. um, yeah. r rather than being primarily self-centred individuals, and, and that, that should be central to our ways of thinking and acting and organising ourselves. That's right. And our relational nature as human beings needs to be kept front of mind in navigating our social lives and developing our social structures, from organisations and neighbourhoods to states and the global. Yeah, so um, from the local to the global, in households, organisations and governments, the key is to recognise that we're relational beings, not, as I said before, not atomised individuals just seeking out individual advantage, as right-wing ideology would have it, and which is pretty... Uh, dominant, mm -hmm. a pretty dominant discourse in our world. Exactly. So mm. while, while that's being promoted in our system, that idea of us as atomised individuals, it's not our true nature or, or even the nature of life as a whole. Mm, that's right. As we said in the final years of national govern governance under the Liberal Prime Minister Scott Morrison, a period we would rather like to forget, mm -hmm. dialogue, Cooperation and living our lives in a way that recognises our relationality is life-affirming. Yeah, it's life-affirming and healthy and en enriching and fair and mm. respectful. Yes, exactly. Peter Westerby, a friend of Borderlands and uh, of, the of our journal, The New Community, provides a ver some wise words in the, uh, about this. Peter is a Queensland-based community development practitioner and thinker. And this is how he tries to define the relational territory in which community development happens. And I quote, The relational form and understanding of practice has become intrinsic to my whole life. It's infused my community development work, my facilitation, my teaching, my writing, my gathering, my meditation, my walking, my relating to friends, everything. The point is, I keep learning and practicing ways of being which become tacit, embodied, enlivened even more when journeying with others who are committed to a journey of participatory perception. 
Unquote. Unquote, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, and, I, and, and I noticed, uh, Jacques, that uh, Peter Westerby, he's referring to the connecting of his body and mm-hmm. his senses to the world around him, as well as to other people, when he describes the relationality underpinning his life and his work and yeah, his practice. That's right. And it's quite parallel to what Borderlands Cooperative did set out to be and to work like and to present itself as when we launched ourselves 25 years ago. Yeah. So continuing from that first value, um, <laughs> underpinning Borderlands practice mm-hmm. and this program, relationality, uh, relate and that's relating and dialogue. Mm-hmm. The second one is diversity, or diversity and difference. In fact, diversity and difference. Oh, sorry, diversity mm. and difference. That's mm. right. Are fundamentals of life itself. They're necessary and intrinsic to life. Mm, that's right. Just as monocultures in agriculture and in nature struggle to survive. Just think about the practice of extensive agriculture specialising in just one crop Mm. and needing immense loads of fertilising and pesticides to keep it going because of that that monolithic kind of way of being, which is not natural. Mm. Communities and societies that do not consist of many differences and diversities will also perish, probably by erosion. (laughs) As we have argued in some of our writings, Diversity is a necessary feature of sustainable and sustaining life on Earth. But United States First Nations elder Robin Kimmerer, who wrote fantastic, a couple of fantastic books, my favourites, her words are very instructive. And I quote again, In native ways of knowing, human people are often referred to as the younger brothers of creation. We say that humans have the least experience with how to live and thus the most to learn. We must look to our teachers among the other species for guidance. They've been on earth far longer than we have and have had time to figure things out. They live both above and below ground, joining sky world to the earth. Plants know how to make food and medicine from light and water, and then they give it away, unquote. Mm, I love that mm. quote. I'll just say that last sentence again, Shark. Mm. Plants know how to make food and medicine from light and water, and then they give it away. Mm. So beautiful. And compare this with the homogenizing tendencies like monoculture crops, which you referred to, Jacques, Mm. and other expectations in modern life. We're being told that the normal is what we should all be striving towards, normal being like us, Mm -hmm. which Mm. normally means the dominant us, actually. (laughs) Um, Normal being like us, like me. And what that leads to when dealing with people of different colour, different gender, age, ability, sexual preference, and not to speak about class... So this this mm. pressure for homogeneity, um, it's been a theme of many of our conversations and interviews and we'll certainly soon be dedicating a whole program to mm. that. Let's now therefore take a little bit of a break and go to Morning Light by Sun Salute.
desert shine Feeling fine Morning light Listening to Think Again on 3CR Radio 855 AM on your dial and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking about some key values underpinning Borderlands work and also our program Think Again. Before the music break, we revisited the notion of relationality, how we as humans are essentially relational creatures. And this needs to be recognized in all our interactions and the way we organize ourselves as a society and how we look after this planet as well, the planet we are part of. We also talked about the central and indispensable value of diversity. And finally, now our third value, inclusion. The origins of the word inclusion are interesting to reflect on, so just a brief excursion in etymology. The word inclusion emerged in the English language around the late 1500s, and it was derived from the past participle of the Latin clodere, to shut, to close, and then via includere, it became to be understood in English as to block up make inaccessible, put an end to shut in, enclose, confine. Eventually, it became inclusion. But really interestingly, almost two centuries earlier, in the early 1400s, a related concept, namely enclosures, had started to be used. Again from Claudery, via the old French language, clos and enclos, and it became to fence in waste or common ground. And that was 
being fenced in for the purpose of cultivation by private owners, usually the aristocracy. It gradually came to denote the spreading but illegal practice of enclosing the commons by the aristocracy, which was excluding the commoners and the general community from common use, of use of what was theirs by right. Anyway, as we mentioned in an earlier program, the Enclosure Acts in early 1600 England under uh, Queen Elizabeth I effectively closed down the common people's access to their commons, creating really, as a consequence, a welfare population of several millions mm. who only could survive by begging, theft and vagrancy. Yeah, so... From the very beginning of early modernity then, words and practices like inclusion and exclusion became part of the political economic dynamic in which elites with political power were able to enclose and eventually privatise the land that people had been using and consequently displacing and excluding the people whose livelihood had been bound up with the land they previously mm -hmm. exactly. had free exactly. access to. Exactly. Which is all ultimately bound up with the invasion and colonisation of the land we now call Australia. Um, along with the displacement from common land uh, in England, the Industrial Revolution and factory mass production led to the displacement of thousands of people who flocked to the cities. Hundreds of thousands, actually. Hundreds of thousands of people mm. flocked to the cities with the Industrial Revolution. Mm. So thousands of people then became... Un tens of thousands of people <laughs> became... Hundreds of thousands of people <laughs> became unmoored. We can't imagine such big numbers mm, anyway. That's right. But it's a huge internal migrations were happening. Totally. Mm. And uh, people became unmoored from their traditional livelihoods and way of life. And the high level of unemployment along with the widespread consumption of cheap gin, mm -hmm. it said, led to high crime rates in London and other cities in England, which really bothered the people in power. Um, I mean, they were bothered by the crime, Jacques, yeah, we not all the poverty know, so yeah. much. We all know that story, and it is part probably of our long-term memory as people. The English then ran out of prison space for all the criminals, or what they called criminals, and it was thought a good idea to send them a long way away, here. Mm. Thus, the new penal colony being set up in Botany Bay in 1788, the spreading invasions after that, and the associated practices of exclusion and what I call selective inclusion. Yes. Well, I can't think of anything more excluding, Shark, than mm. dispossessing people from their land, their culture... Uh, family group, uh, relationships with other people, mm. spiritual connections uh, and their way of life. What could mm. be more excluding? Really? Totally, totally. And you don't just need to hear our words for it. XPM Paul Keating, he put it pretty clear in 1992. This is what he said. This is what he said in his famous Redfern speech. I quote, It was we who did the dispossessing. We took the traditional lands and smashed the traditional way of life. We brought the diseases, the alcohol. The, we committed the murders. We took the children from their mothers. 
we practice discrimination and exclusion, mm. unquote. Yeah. And the trauma and the discrimination and the exclusion and all its effects continues to this day, as we know. Mm. It hasn't finished. Uh, most recently, we've seen this play out in our springs with the reports of crime and violence fueled by alcohol. But as many have pointed out, uh, alcohol may be a very the very immediate problem for the communities there that has to be dealt with, but it's also a symptom of much longer mm-hmm. and deeper problems. Exactly. Problems related to going way back and still to displacement, dispossession by invading Europeans, subjugation, child theft, child kidnap. Mm-hmm. That's right. State-sanctioned kidnap. And, and yes, terror. And if you doubt the use of the word terror or even terrorism, just watch the SBS documentary series, The Australian Wars, directed by Rachel Perkins, mm-hmm. which is very powerful. But mm-hmm. if you're feeling fragile, you may need to have people with you when you're watching it. Mm-hmm. And this has all been playing out in our springs in the, in the current context of poverty, overcrowding, poor health, uh, poor education opportunities um, in Aboriginal communities, and, and the social unmooring mm-hmm. and despondency mm-hmm. for many people. Mm-hmm. And with... Within capitalist systems, there are all sorts of panaceas offered for social malaises you are experiencing, for a price, of course. While you may be suffering from the onslaughts or exploitation of the system, there are companies who can sell you the numbing effects of alcohol or going into the zone where you can get hooked on poker machines and forget all your 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 your, your troubles basically forget who you are so or ev- where you are that's right so even if you're poor the companies selling these wares know that you are very rich in terms of the amounts of money you will find for an addictive habit mm, that's right then um then there's the remedy we offer of inclusion So too often inclusion presents as some sort of feel-good social event where people from different backgrounds can participate, which which is great, Mm -hmm. of course, as far as it goes. Or inclusion may mean having a seat at the decision-making table, often without, uh, unfortunately, any real agency in changing the system in a meaningful way. Mm. And um, it was interesting, I was listening to Angela Davis talking about this on Alternative Radio on Mm -hmm. 3CR this morning, a great program. And she pointed out so eloquently that you can't just ask excluded people to assimilate into a flawed, elitist democracy that is racist, Mm -hmm. sexist and classist, amongst other things. It's Mm. wonderful. I really recommend people listening Mm -hmm. to it. Um, And we've become very fond of talking about inclusion and exclusion as if there's something separate from the overall economic political system and, I guess, protecting the interests of people of power Mm -hmm. and wealth within this system. And um, this economic Mm -hmm. inequality has been escalating across the world over the last few decades, as we've talked about quite a few times now, Mm -hmm. including last week. That's right. We have often argued that the capitalist political economy deliberately generates and feeds on unequal power relationships and associated inclusions and exclusions. These unequal power relationships are essential 
to capitalism. Yeah, they're not just an accident no. or an outfall. Exactly. This is certainly Thomas Piketty's view, or who in his Capital and Ideology in 2020 offers a grand historical exploration of how the powerful and evolving versions of political and economic domination justified and continue to justify and explain inequality, and how care educational and health work that would contribute to equalizing the life the life chances of excluded or precariously included groups is regularly dismissed as unworthy of investment mm. so this year we do have a chance to practice the values of relationality diversity and inclusion we reflected on by adopting Aboriginal leader Galarui Yunupingu's words as he delivered the Uluru Statement from the Heart a few years ago. What Ab- and I quote, What Aboriginal people ask is that the modern world now makes the sacrifices necessary to give us a real future, to relax its grip on us, to let us breathe, So let us be free of the determined control exerted on us to make us like you. Let us be who we are, Aboriginal people in a modern world, and be proud of us. Acknowledge that we have survived the worst that the past has thrown at us, and we are here with our songs, our ceremonies, our land, our language and our people, our full identity. What a gift this is that we can give you if you choose to accept us in a meaningful way. Unquote. Mm, thank you, Jacques. Mm, I still have to breathe deeply after I, when I read or hear that. Let us breathe. That really stands out. <laughs> That's Let right. us breathe. So on to community announcements. 3CR is having its subscri- annual subscriber drive. It's on from... Monday the 13th, Sunday, sorry, Monday the 13th of February to Sunday the 19th of February. You can either go online at uh, 3cr.org.au or you can phone the station on 94198377 and press 1 to subscribe. That's the important part. <laughs> <laughs> 3CR is one of a kind. We have 400 volunteers and cover an incredible array of programming content. From special broadcast events on Invasion Day or Trans Day of Visibility to any of our 120 weekly shows, 3CR has got your radical radio listening covered. (laughs) So if you like what we do at 3CR... And on the Think Again program, help 3CR by becoming a subscriber, if you can. So just go to the phone. Thanks for listening to Think Again on 3CR Community Radio and supporting our program. If you want to send us a message, you can email Borderlands at borders at borderlands.org.au. Our past programs are available on podcast and on your favourite platform or via, or via the 3CR website, website at 3cr.org.au. Oh, it's difficult being multilingual, <laughs> Chuck, I know. You have to choose your accent. Uh, uh. 
So meanwhile, listeners, please enjoy Milkumana by King Stingray. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.